Hello and welcome to the second ever episode of Buckcast Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Joseph Nichols, uh, and uh, along with Isaac Pittman, who you just heard. Um, thank you for joining us on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, as always, we're going to start off uh, with recruiting. Uh, there's been a little bit of news on the recruiting front. Some good, some bad, uh, but let's just dive right into it. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, JT Tui Malau. Um, his crystal balls uh, are now... 100% uh, on Ohio State, uh, which is very good news. Um, you know, he is the number one player in 24-7's ranking uh, and number two in the composite. Uh, to get him and Jack Sawyer would just be incredible. Uh, and it's look, it's looking better and better. 24-7 um, recently uh, added a feature to the crystal balls uh, where the insider, when they submit their crystal ball pick, uh, can uh, give a number uh, based on how confident they are uh, in that pick, with one being the lowest, ten being the highest. Uh, and for the um, for the two crystal balls uh, that came in for uh, JT um, yesterday, uh, one was by Brandon Huffman, and one was by Steve Wiltfong. Uh, Huffman has one per one confidence, which isn't very good, but, you know, it's still a crystal ball. And then Wiltfong had five confidence, uh, which is right in the middle. So, always good to hear. Um, he would be incredible to have him and Sawyer uh, as a duo. It, w it would just be great. Um, another... Piece of news, uh, number seven ranked player, cornerback Tony Grimes, uh, was a Georgia lean. He had a lot of crystal balls toward jo towards Georgia. Uh, but now North Carolina uh, suddenly has 67% of their crystal balls for him. Uh, and uh, they were submitted by Michael Clark, who is a North Carolina State insider, and Brian Don, who's a national recruiting analyst. Uh, Clark uh, has seven confidence in it, and... Don has eight confidence in it. And, you know, while we'd like to see him come to Ohio State, it would have been a, a really long shot. And while he has been uh, pro-Ohio State on Twitter, uh, you never know when a kid's just trolling or something like that. But I suppose it's um, you like to see that uh, more than him going to Georgia. Uh, Isaac, your thoughts on, you know, his, his Twitter posts and, you know, these crystal balls? You think uh, What do you think is going to happen? Anything could happen, really, in the recruiting trail. I mean, yeah, I mean, Bijan Robinson last year, we all we all remember that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Bijan Robinson last year was a five-star running back who had a hundred percent of his crystal balls in Ohio State. Was thought to be a silent commit, uh, and then surprised the world by going to Texas. And so, for, and for some more cornerback news, Jalen Davies has dropped out of the top two forty-seven. Um, mostly for athleticism concerns, but for Ohio State, keep an eye out for uh, Denzel Burke from Arizona. The Buckeyes have been quietly recruiting him for quite a while now. Yeah. Um. So one of the another player uh, that Ohio State uh, had been recruiting for the uh, linebacker position uh, was um, uh, Barrett Carter, uh, and he uh, recently. Uh, committed to Clemson, 
Uh, he's 51st ranked player in the composite. Uh, four star. Um, he was one of those guys where it really would have helped to get him on campus, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so there was a recruiting uh, rankings update yesterday. Uh, and in that, uh, we saw Jack Sawyer uh, in the 24 7 rankings. We saw Jack Sawyer move down one spot to number five. Uh, Emika Igbika stay the same. Uh, JT uh, stayed at number one. Uh, Donovan Jackson uh, moved down one spot to number 11. Travion Henderson moved down one spot to number 13. Uh, you had, let's see here, uh, Damon Payne, uh, D tackle, who the Buckeyes are recruiting, he moved up. One to 34. Uh, so a little bit of shake up there. Uh, and as you heard Isaac say, Jalen Davies dropped out of the top 100. Um, Tunmize. Tunmize Adelaide, uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he is currently a defensive end, uh, though there's some speculation he could move to a defensive tackle uh, or like a three tech position. Um, he is one spot away. From being a five-star, uh, the minimum you need to be a five-star uh, is .9833, and he is uh, .9832. So, <laughs> imagine being .01 away. Zero, 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 one away, actually. Zero, 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 one. But, yeah, so I expect him to be a five-star pretty soon. Um, yeah, so that's some news uh, on the recruiting front. Uh, you have uh, a bunch of the Ohio State recruits uh, on Twitter recently talking about, uh, you know, their Buckeye fans aren't ready for this. A uh, bunch of, you know, eye emojis. And um, so there's some speculation it's been an offensive uh, or defensive uh, commit. But I believe one insider said that the silent commit uh, was on the offensive side. I think uh, it's Hudson Wolf. Yeah. Uh, four-star tight end, um, though there's a chance it could be Amika Ibuka. Uh I think it's Hudson Wolf, but uh, any commitment is is a good commitment. Um, uh, yeah, after names the like Ibuka, yeah. Wolf, and Burton come to mind, but we can likely rule out Burton because he said he doesn't want to commit till August. So I still predict Hudson Wolf. Offensive tackle, J.C. Latham. Uh, there has been a bit of news on him. It's seeming like Alabama is becoming more and more uh, 1A and 1B, along with Ohio State, uh, for the uh, leader in his recruitment. Uh, I personally think it's 50-50. I could see him coming to Ohio State. I could see him g going to Alabama. Uh, he uh, does go to IMG Academy, uh, but unfortunately... With the virus and everything, uh, he hasn't been able to visit, haven't been able to get him on campus, and he hasn't been able to um, be around a lot of his friends at IMG, some of whom are Ohio State commits. So I think once this thing starts to um, ease down a little bit, uh, I think he'll start to lean more towards Ohio State, uh, but that's some news on him right now. Uh, anything else, Isaac? Um, back to... Uh... 247 rankings. Mike Hall out of Ohio, defensive tackle, gained 62 spots to become the 59th ranked player overall. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty a, good. 
Yeah, it's good to see, you know, the coaches find a diamond in the rough, especially a, a local kid uh, like Hall is. Uh, he's now up to 57 in the composite. Um, also, Ja'Kylan Johnson, one of 17 spots, cornerback, to become the 64th overall player. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, all we really have on the recruiting front. Uh, one more thing, actually. Corey Foreman. Number one ranked player in composite, number two in 24-7. Decommitted from Clemson uh, last month. uh, Was thought to be a USC lock. Now uh, there's uh, some some talks that uh, he could go to an SEC school uh, such as Georgia or uh, LSU, which, you know, uh, you you don't want to see him go to the SEC. because from the from the Big Ten, but you know that's the world of recruiting. Yes, sir. So um, the NCAA released a statement uh, that players will be back allowed on campus on June first, uh, which is you know that's big big news. We'll be able to start you know maybe getting some kids on campus for visits soon. The team can start to mesh together. Um, I think there's nothing but good, good things that can uh, can come out of that. Uh, Isaac, you have uh, any last words on the recruiting news? Uh, nothing on recruiting, but I heard uh, OSU stadiums allowing like twenty k, twenty k people. Allowed. Yeah, Gene uh, Gene Smith said he's confident uh, that they could, um, you know, uh, make some social distancing plan where you know instead of uh, the uh, normal hundred. 100k 110k fans uh, who are normally at the games uh it would be down to 20 or 30k but you know it, it's still nice to have some fans there there's nothing but still depressing yeah so uh last week um i left you guys off uh with my preseason top 10 at number 11 uh so uh, we're going to hop right into that. Uh, so this is what I believe the preseason top 25, uh, the AP poll, will look like. Uh, at number 12, I have Utah. Uh, they nearly made it to the playoffs last year. Uh, they did lose in the Pac-12 championship game, but I, I still think their offense uh, is going to be real good. Uh, the defense, I think, is what needs to shape up a little bit. Um, well, they're bringing their highest ever um, ranked player, Clark Phillips. Clark Phillips, cornerback uh, from Ohio State's 2020 class. He flipped from Ohio State to Utah, but as is with recruiting. Um, with the Jeff Hapley departure to Boston College, that's what uh, swayed his. Um, so, yeah, Utah was right, right there on the cusp of the playoff last year, and I think they'll be in the mix again. Number 13, I have Baylor. Again, they were right on the edge, but uh, Utah, or not Utah, Oklahoma uh, had that huge comeback against them. Uh, And, you know, they just missed the playoff. Uh, They do lose Matt Rule, their head coach, to the NFL, but they retain a lot of their players, uh, and I think they're going to be a good team again. Number 14, uh, I have Notre Dame. Um, you know, they made the CFP two uh, two years ago, 
I believe, was it? No, I'm really not sure on that. Oh, I don't well, care about Notre they Dame. made the college football playoff uh, not too long ago, uh, and they still have Ian Book as their quarterback, who was a sophomore when you took him there, and he is now a senior. Uh, so I think Notre Dame is going to be a really good team, uh, and you know, watch out for them being a, a sleeper to make the college football playoff. Number 15, um, I have Minnesota, uh, and, you know, they had a real surprise year last year. Uh, they went 11-2, and two, I think. Uh, you know, P.J. Fleck, I think he's doing really good things at that program. Uh, they do lose uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. to the NFL, who is uh, their best defensive player, but I still think they're going to be uh, a really good team. They might not be as good uh, as they were last year with 11-2, and two, but I can see them going 10-3, 9-4, uh, which is still really good. Number 16, uh, I have Cincinnati. Last year, I think they only lost one game, uh, or two games, two games. They lost one to Ohio State, and then I believe they lost to Memphis later in the season. Uh, but they were ranked really high. And uh, they have a lot of talent coming back. Uh, coach Luke Fickle turned down an opportunity to coach at Michigan State uh, to stay at Cincinnati. Um, so I expect them to be real good again. Uh, number 17, I have USC. Um, they were up and down last year. They had a lot of injuries. But, you know, they always recruit pretty well. We know they've got the talent, you know, a blue blood, a blue blood uh, team like that. Um, their quarterback is coming back for a second year after playing really well. Um, so I think USC is going to have a bounce back year and I look for them to be in the top 25. Number 18, uh, I have Oklahoma state. Uh, they're always one of those teams who is just above average, like nine and four, uh, 10 and three. Um, sometimes they have a surprise year. Sometimes... You know, they're not as good as they think, uh, but I think uh, they are a top 25 team this year. Um, you know, Big 12 uh, always uh, shakes up a little bit as the season progresses. Number 19, I have Virginia. They were in the ACC championship game last year. Of course, they got clobbered by Clemson, but uh, they're still a good team. Um, I think they're going to have a year similar to last year. Around nine and four, uh, make a make a pretty decent bowl game. Uh, I th I think they will probably make the ACC championship uh, along with Clemson, uh, but we'll see. Number twenty, I have Appalachian State. Again, last year they were a pretty good team, uh, eight and five, nine and four, I think, something like that. Um, but uh, you know, App State is just one of those teams where. They're always always seem to be uh, in the in the bottom of the top twenty five, you know, week to week. So another team, you know, like that uh, is who I have at twenty one, uh, Boise State. Um, they always you know seem to be in the in the top twenty five, uh, whether it's you know anywhere from twenty to twenty five. But I think they'll be pretty good this year. Um, the only thing I like about them is their blue stadium. <laughs> yeah, the uh, dope. The Smurf Turf. Uh, number 22. <laughs> That's uh, what they call it. It is, yeah. <laughs> okay. Number 22, I have Memphis. Uh, Memphis was pretty good last year. 
they beat Cincinnati. I believe they won their conference. Um, I'm into a pretty good bowl, bowl game. I see them having a bit of a drop-off, uh, you know, with Cincinnati improving. I see Cincinnati beating them this year, but I still think they're a good team, top 25 team, and that's where I have them at 22. Number 23, I have Navy, and Navy is just always right there, uh, like a lot of these other teams, just, you know, always seem to be right near the bottom of the top 25. You know, they run a, a triple option, which is, uh, you know, really hard to stop, and it also limits the time of possession for you, so you can't really score many points. Um, they... They upset a lot of people, but they do lose some games. They should win, but I expect them to be, you know, same as always, 8-5, and 9-4 team in the top 25. Number 24, I have Indiana. Uh, I look for Indiana to have uh, a, a pretty good year this year. They have Michael Penix Jr. Uh, he's fully healthy now. Uh, last year he was uh, injured. Uh, but this year he's back. Uh, I think, you know, just that that better quarterback is going to vault him into the top 25. Uh, and at number 25, uh, I have Purdue. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. They might have the best receiver in the nation in Rondale Moore. Uh, I think they have a lot of, you know, returning starters. Uh, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, that's where I have... Uh, my top 25, what I believe the preseason top 25 is going to look like. Uh, so, now we're going to do some way too early college football playoff predictions for this upcoming season. Um, again, it's called way too early because it is way too early. Uh, but I think Ohio State will be the one seed, Clemson the two seed, I think Florida will be the three seed, and I think Oklahoma uh, is going to be the four seed. I think Florida comes out of the East in the SEC this year. I think they win the SEC. Uh, they're going to be challenged by, you know, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, who they play. Uh, they play all three of them this year, but uh, I think that they're a really good team with Kyle Trask, uh, and I see them making the college football playoff. Oklahoma, you know, another good team, really good team, always seem to slide into that four spot. They have a young quarterback in Spencer Rattler, former five-star, uh, and I believe he has 13-1 to 1 odds to win the Heisman, so this kid is the real deal. Um, so uh, I believe that uh, that's what the playoff is going to look like this year. I do have uh, Ohio State versus Clemson. In the, in the national championship with Ohio State winning, but uh, I might be slightly biased there. Uh, Isaac, what do you think about uh, the college football playoff way too early prediction? I love it. That's all I can say, as long as Ohio State's number one. Uh, how about yours? Well, you see, uh, you're the expert on this one, so... Uh... You don't even uh, have an idea? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I'm the waiter. Alright. Well, uh, there's nothing, uh, nothing much else to cover. Uh, 
you know, quarantine and COVID-19 has really slowed everything down, but, uh, hope you appreciated, uh, this episode, hope you enjoyed it, uh, and tune in next time, uh, thank you for listening to Buckcast Podcast. Yay, yay!